0: And we're back. We are back. We are back. Episode... Trace. Trace. Or Trey, if you're French. Yes. Uh, so... A little different episode this time. No... I mean, we don't really have any NBA free agency to talk. Because <laughs> it's pretty much done. So we can't, done. We, can't, we can't... We can't lean on that one. And in my eyes, any significant sport is
1: done for the most part until football with yes. the exception of fights and yes
0: you know agreed that will carry us through till football season for sure so what i wanted to talk about is that to start with i'm really fat <laughs> and i want to lose some weight so with your... And we texted about this uh, the other night, night before last, two nights ago. Friday evening. Yeah. Which is never a good time to text with me. A Friday night? Yeah.
1: Because this podcast is sponsored by who?
0: <laughs> Miller Lite.
1: <laughs>
0: Miller Lite for all your needs yes. in general. I was going to say tailgate needs, but just needs in general. Uh, so... One of the things that I was going to bring up to you, and I I need to pick your brain on this, is that the last two weeks—and this is without drinking during the week, without anything—I have been super bloated, and I'm talking just eating like vegetables, and and not just like broccoli and, but stuff like asparagus, which is supposed to keep you from keep bloating. From getting bloated. Yeah. yeah. And I I wake up and maybe it's the water the waters. <laughs> but I don't know, dude. It, I mean, it very well could be. It's like I, I wake up and I'm like I tell my wife, I'm like, I I don't understand what can make me bloated like this. Like I just feel like I just need to burp for eight hours
1: you've not done anything else with your diet? I mean, besides, you know, you've cut the drinking back a little bit through the week. Yeah. So you think that, you would think that that would actually help. Right.
0: Um, Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's interesting. I've not done anything different. Um, It's basically paleo uh, as far as food goes. So nothing that would inflame it. You know, nothing that would... How's your carb intake? Uh, all my carbs are vegetables, so every all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's usually lean protein and half a plate of vegetables. Whether it's now, obviously I know that certain vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, or Brussels sprouts, which are three of my favorites, are always going to make me bloated. But I'm talking on days when I didn't have those. You know, like I said, asparagus. It's like, how in the world do you get bloated from a food that is supposed to be... is supposed to actually one of the, like, best foods for anti-bloating? So, are you eating...
1: How how fresh are these foods when you're eating them? Are you eating them three or four days as leftovers? Or some, are they all freshly made, like, every night?
0: They're all freshly made. All freshly made. So, what I do is I'll go on... Um, on, like, Sunday and get a head of broccoli or a head of cauliflower or whatever. Sorry, I'm Spare. not sure about that. Whoa. Alexa,
1: calm down. Alexa's not sure how to handle your Which contact or anymore.
0: device do you want to call? Shh, stop. <laughs>
1: Alexa, off. She can't. Apologize.
0: Wow, look at that! Ben Askren fell all the way to ninth. He Wait was ranked what, second, fifth, fifth. no oh, fifth. fifth. But still, jeez. Uh, yeah. So they're all. So usually, the only way I prepare them is I saute them with like avocado oil and like garlic powder, onion powder, salt, and pepper.
1: What about your protein? Is there any? Uh any particular marinade you're using that can be no. high in sodium? No, I don't use I don't use any
0: dry rub stuff. No. Is that all you do? It's all garlic powder, onion powder, salt and pepper is what I use on pretty much everything.
1: Yeah, I know that's unusual. Um that's kinda interesting that we were gonna talk about this as well. I had a uh, I had a food allergy test done about five weeks ago. Really? I did, and I just got my results back Friday. And? Um, I have a super high sensitivity and, and supposed to eliminate gluten. Yeah. Uh, gluten, uh, clams. I don't eat a lot of clams. I was going to say,
0: <laughs> I don't know anybody that does. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I love, I love
1: mussels, but right. um, clams, gluten, lima bean, sweet potato, and whole wheat. Wow. Yeah. So I'm um I'm hey, told, yeah. basically, and then there were three others that it was at my doctor's discretion. Um, one being aspergillus mix, which is what? Yes, it's aged foods. Um, alcohol. The nutritionist did give me the old elbow nudge and said clear alcohol is fine, vodka, tequila, which happens to be you know what you drink, what I drink anyway. So. Yeah. Not too concerned about that, but she told me no beer. Like, beer is destroying me, basically.
0: Ugh.
1: Yeah. Um, and then cantaloupes and grapes, which really sucks because I love both of those. And all this became really interesting to me because last Friday I went and had dinner at uh, the Italian restaurant Amelia in Market Square. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, throughout the night I had a total of five drinks um, I woke up Saturday, and I felt like absolute death. Really? I mean, I could not figure it out. Uh, what were the five drinks? I had a tequila here. I had a tequila. Just, just tequila? Tequila soda like I typically do. Yeah. And then I had a same thing at dinner, and then I did throw in a glass of, uh, it was a cab for, yeah, with it, my that, food. That shouldn't. A glass. That shouldn't do anything. So that's three, and then the fourth one was at the Silent Disco that I went to, and it was also tequila. It was Casa Amigos Neat, the Reposado, mm-hmm. which is incredible.
0: Casa Amigos is the best. So good. The best tequila for my money. Yeah,
1: and the, yeah, the price point is, I mean, for 45 bucks, it's it's killer. And then I topped the night off with a, with a Truly. <laughs> so... And this was all over with by 12, 12.30, so it wasn't like I was out even yeah. still slamming stuff at 3 o'clock like the old times. Right. But I could not figure it out. And then, so I brought this up to my nutritionist Friday when I was, and you know, we were going over all this stuff. And she says that since I don't eat a lot of pasta and carbs as it is, or drink wine, that the, and I had a gigantic bowl of pasta, if sure. you could imagine, um... So that on top of even just having that glass of wine, if my body's not had either in a long time, she said that there's a 90% chance that that's why I felt so bad Saturday, which just blew my mind.
0: Yeah, but so, so that's interesting. So did you do, who did you do the allergy testing through?
1: So where I do, it's more of a holistic place that I go to. It's a chiropractor, but they do all kinds of right. stem cell, electro uh, muscle therapy that I get done. And I just on a whim one day overheard someone checking out and talking about uh, the nutritionist there. I didn't even realize they had one on site, and they did. And so that's what prompted me to get an appointment scheduled, and, and I did. And then they send all the blood work off to uh, Decatur County Hospital. Gotcha. So I think that's kind of the, the norm. Yeah, that's where all this. And then they did, she did a stress test as well, and
0: like spit like saliva, uh,
1: adre- okay. adrenal gland. Gotcha. And the interesting thing about that is, she said that it was probably the healthiest one she has ever seen, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know how what negates that. I mean, that. you're not as healthy as I am, obviously. Right. But right. You,
0: I mean, you're getting there. Try. There, there's things it's a process. you do. It's yeah. a process. The one thing, uh,
1: one other thing real quick yeah. about that. Yeah. The, <laughs> the one thing she didn't notice on my stress test is that it seemed to, because uh, I had to do this for two days, uh, put my spit on this cotton swab four times throughout the day and, oh, wow. and record it so it could see where it was and when you woke up, you know, before lunch, right? Uh, before dinner, and then, um, or when I say before dinner, it was like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and then again before bed. Both days that I did it, there was uh, a peak at like five o'clock in the afternoon, which I told her that's typically when I'm leaving the office, right? driving down alcohol Highway, yeah. and I get a little, get, get a little <laughs> bit of road rage kicked in, so I that's thought that was hilarious. pretty funny.
0: That's hilarious. Yeah, so uh, these food allergies and stuff are obviously pretty interesting to me because not only do I have some food allergies, but both my kids obviously have extreme food allergies so both my kids allergic to dairy uh not as much gluten as as you would think um but soy egg um i mean just about all of it now gray my oldest has since grown out of that and he can have pretty much anything now uh but parker is still very allergic to a lot of that stuff And so, actually, before we came over here, my wife and I were talking about how different foods affect different people and how it's based in cultures. So, I was listening to uh, one of the 15 podcasts that I listen to a week, and it was, I don't remember if it was Fighter and the Kid or King and the Sting, Um, but it was... uh, Brennan Schaub and or Theo Vaughn or Brian Cowan, one of the two. And they have people that work on their shows, and two of the people that work on their shows are Asian. One is Vietnamese and the other is Thai, I think. And they happen to bring up the fact that both of them were lactose intolerant. Really? And they were talking about how a lot of Asian people are lactose intolerant. And the reason is because it's not in their food. It's not something they grow up with. And so in, anytime you get allergy tested, and we found this out with our kids, anytime you get allergy tested, if, if you've never had that food, nine times out of ten, you won't test positive for it because it's not in your system. And so... It makes sense that when, um, you know, like, if you consistently have something, and that's why they say, like, to tell with kids and stuff, they say, you know, give it to them for three days, and then stop, and don't give them any other allergen foods. So don't, so like, if you were going to test out dairy, so give them dairy for three days, but don't give them gluten, don't give them corn, don't give them. Legumes, don't, you know, just dairy for that, those three days, in addition to what they normally eat, you know, I mean, vegetables, protein, that, that stuff. And you'll be able to tell if that is what triggers. The erect, it, Yeah. The and it, it's, it's, it's kind of what I, how I found out on, uh, when I did Whole30. It's how I found out that I am sensitive to dairy is because you know you you're off of that stuff for 30 days and then you slowly reintroduce it 3 days at a time in different groups and as soon as i introduced dairy it was like stomach hurt breakout skin rash really? just oh yeah i mean all kinds of stuff and so now it's it's something that i go like perfect example tomorrow we're taking the day off Taking the kids to the little ponderosa little Ponderosa zoo. I don't know, oh, cool. It's the third time I've Little Ponderosa. Lunda, little Ponderosa is what I've called it three yeah. times. <laughs> Where is the? Uh Clinton. Yeah, so we're taking the kids there and then we're gonna go to Big Ed's for lunch. Because why not? But I have basically sworn off pizza. Since I've done whole thirty, because it makes me miserable. Yeah. But I told my wife, I said, "Well, I'm gonna eat big eggs. I know that it's gonna make me miserable the next day." Yeah, but I know that, and I make that decision on my right. se- on my own. Like exactly, yeah, how to do this. So yeah, it's interesting. I didn't know that you had that uh, that testing done. Yeah, and I, and I didn't have
1: any symptoms, you know. To Caused me to get it, I was, I was just curious, you know, I know I've, things that I've read with this biohacking and things that I've been doing these last few months is just how important that our gut health is, and uh, I don't think people, I know I didn't, especially, I, mean, I didn't realize it, you know, just up, up until recently, and just, you know, what we put into our bodies and, you know, it's just, you know, giving us brain fog and just things, you know, st- silly things like that, oh, yeah. um, and just the gut affects everything. Everything. And um, so, yeah, so I just wanted to do it. And my thing with it is, like, she doesn't want me to have wheat or gluten. You know, she doesn't want me to have any right. of this stuff for six months. And I don't. That's tough. It is. And especially just like that. And I haven't decided if I'm going to do that or just avoid most of that stuff for the most part. And then. Right. But I'm not going to stop eating pizza. Like, I love pizza. Yeah. Now, some of the sauces that I use in here occasionally, they have wheat in them. Um, I'm just going to be more aware of, you know, hey, if you do eat this, you're probably going to feel like crap. Just happen. like you were saying. Yeah. Um, so she gave me a really good uh, prebiotic. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> so I went and bought that stuff as soon as I left there. And um, basically, I have a leaky gut, is what she called it. Yep. So um,
0: I, I, I do as goes. well. Uh, one of the best things. So, I actually had a uh, glass of kombucha uh, this morning. I can't have that. Really? Yeah, it's on a
1: list of... um, Because it's high in uh, histamines.
0: Oh, yeah. And mine
1: are... Off the charts? Well, I guess... Yeah, I think mine are high, and then that... I guess the kombucha promotes it and makes them even higher and right. there's there's a whole list of stuff that affect your histamine levels and it's, it's all super random stuff yeah because I love that. So I love kimchi
0: oh it's the best that's good yes um okay so let's transition here I'm gonna do some type of experiment this week after tomorrow because <laughs> obviously <laughs> after, Big Ed's. after Big Ed's do
1: <laughs> uh, you know what that is yet or are you seeking
0: or both so I for me what works best is eating paleo-ish for the most part um, which is tough because and, and again we had this conversation before I came here My wife is very, um, so she did Whole30, uh, learned a lot from it as well, but she is a believer in whole grains, which they are heart healthy, but that doesn't mean that they don't affect the way your body processes stuff. Sure. So it's, it's, it's a fine line. So. Whereas I can get a lot of my uh, carbs from vegetables because I love vegetables, yep. so she cannot because she's just not. She's a very picky eater, so she likes getting carbs from, you know, brown rice or still healthy stuff. Just not. It, I mean, it's whole grains or. Um, something else so I, I'm open but I think and you and I both know that my biggest vice is beer sure yep. and if I stop drinking beer and this is what I told my wife tonight if I stop drinking beer I can drop 10 pounds in 5 days now it's water weight but i mean even the first time i did whole 30 i lost 18 pounds in 30 days so it's like you know i know i know i can do this it's just finding the motivation and you know part of the conversation was i actually canceled our gym membership down over off paper mill um because we never go there because it's not convenient to us anymore. It used to be. It's not convenient anymore. And so I said, I want to join somewhere over here, you know, so that I can go, but the difference is, so like you go after work, right?
1: Or before work, it just depends. But majority of the time, yeah, it's yeah. after
0: work. Well... See, that's where it's tough for us because she picks up the kids and then comes home and then I usually get dinner ready, we get the kids down, and then it's like if I if I went right after work, I, I think the only time I can go to that I could really go would be right after work on like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Because she usually doesn't get home till about six because that's when the kids go to daycare down by campus so i could do it i could just leave straight from work go to the gym and probably be home within you know five or ten minutes roughly of her i mean i get 30 minutes 45 minutes in and be home roughly about the same time she would so that's an option, but it's still, I mean, I, I'm i not a morning person, so I'm not good. <laughs> it's, I've done that, and I've. the only way I get up and work out in the morning is if I have a trainer, which I've done.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you can't be up drinking Miller Lot's till 11 and expect yourself to, like, get up and feel good, you know what I mean?
0: Really? <laughs> No, I would. No, because
1: it, it, it's all just full circle. I mean, no, I, 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 well, I would love to get up and lift in the mornings, but for the same reason, by the time I get home from the gym, or you know, get home even after work, especially if I have Tyson that particular week, you know, make food and all that stuff, I mean, I can't obviously go to the gym the weeks I have him in the morning anyway because their childcare is not open and I'm not waking him up at 5 o'clock. But, <laughs> get him in but the no, gym. it's just like getting, yeah. like I have to be, go to bed at, I have to be in bed by like eight thirty. If I'm realistically gonna wake up at four thirty or five and be able to go lift the way that I wanna lift before work, and it's it's just not practical. Well I mean, and so I can do it if I have
0: to, but So my wife made the point and said, Well, it shouldn't be because I said that for me I need the motivation of working out. That's like I can lose I can lose weight by eating right. And I know that, but for me, in my head.
1: And so, usually, it's it's set for people. I don't yeah.
0: ne- know. I see. I need. I need the distraction because if I, if I'm eating right, I'm still sitting around at home, at, whatever seven thirty going. Man, could really, drink a beer right now. Yeah. Whereas if I knew. That I, that I had already worked out or that I was going to work out the next morning, that I wouldn't want to ruin that. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to, and, and this was uh, one of the best things about having a trainer when I did is that I knew that on Friday, so I was working out Monday, Wednesday, Friday with a trainer, and I knew that on Thursday night I could stay up and drink beer, but that on Friday my trainer would know that by the way I was performing yeah. and it would be 10 times worse sure. so I made the conscious decision of hey to not affect my workout on Friday I'm not going to drink on Thursday you know what I mean like it just it keeps you motivated man these guys are going they are it. they're just laying the legs <laughs> left and right they're, now they're leaning on each other yeah they're gassed yeah uh But for me, it really is a motivating factor to go because there's nothing worse than going to the gym hungover. Oh, it's miserable. Right? (laughs) Counterproductive. I mean, yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. So I'm more prone to say, oh, well, I stayed up drinking last night. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm just not going to work out today. Yeah. Which is worse. Yeah. You know? So if I have the motivation of going to the gym and I have a routine of uh, what time I'm going to get there how to do it whatever I don't mean like a routine like a actual program but just a, a routine of this is what time I'm going to get there this is what time I'm going to be done and you know the, if I have that then I am ten times more likely to put the work in I guess yeah
1: I know what i was saying I mean Typically, I mean, people can go to the gym, but then their diet's shit, you know. People don't realize how much the food aspect. So, I mean, the fact that you already have that part under control, I mean, you've always eaten healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know how to, just like you said, you know how to lose the weight, you know, on the diet side. And that's a, to me, that gives you a head start and an advantage. Um, And and you've you've successfully been through training and stuff before. So, you know what that's like as well, too, and you put both of those together I mean you could definitely shed some LBs quick the the beer is the the beer is the, is the is that's the, the toughest part yeah for sure but I don't I mean I think that would ultimately be an easy switch for I mean there's other things yeah you know to take the edge off without adding the LBs
0: yeah it's tough yeah <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> I like the way beer tastes. Yes. <laughs> and you're right. I mean, it still, golly, that was a fight, man.
1: Yeah, they beat the crap out of each other. Jeez. I've not seen them fight in a
0: long time. Yeah. Well, and he was the yeah. underdog, too. Arlovsky. Uh Yeah, so. He's like, the one that does the fangs, right? Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah. I was trying to figure that out last time. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I just I gotta do something, man, and I think I think this week is it's gonna, gonna be, be, I think this is it. This is where it's gonna kickstart. And, well, anything you know, I can do to help, you know, I'm here and I'll, I'll uh,
1: motivate you any way that I can.
0: I need some kind of what?
1: What could bet I bet
0: or contest or something? Okay, because that is what kind of motivated you need a carrot out so. there something well down. so when you and and uh, the shrimp master uh, at his bachelor party <laughs> sat me down that and said the, that was the the first
1: well, it was the first and only talk but
0: it was well and I uh, made a bet with him which I did not win but the bet was At the time, and I don't remember the the time frame that it was, he got married in October. I think we went in, like, March or April, maybe? Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And the bet was that I couldn't get down to 220, I think, at the time. I was about 260. 260. And I did not make it down to 220 by the time of the wedding, but within a year, I was actually down to like 215, and that is what motivated me. I said, "Okay, we have a bet. All right, good. You know, like, let's go about this." And there's Connor McGregor. Uh, Ooh, yeah, that's good. He beat Max Holloway. That's when Max was still fresh. Hello. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, But that's what I need. I need some kind of motivating factor. And I'm not saying that, obviously, I have motivation. I have two kids. I have, you know, I mean, a wife, it, you know, the motivation's there. It's just it helps me stay a little more. You need the you need the competitive yes. motivation. Yes, absolutely. The
1: motivation's there, but you need you need that extra something to correct. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, do we do we want to
0: make that happen right now. You put some money in. It? Yeah. What What do you think? And what are the what are the parameters? Well, why don't
1: Why don't you yes. figure out what that goal is for yourself, where you want to be. 150 you, pounds. Excuse me? <laughs> Might as well go ahead and
0: pay up. What? That's what That's like eight pounds heavier than a wrestle bat in high school. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. I mean... Ideally, I'd like to be about two twenty, and I'm about two seventy right now. So fifty pounds. Well, that's the quick math. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no college degree, folks. You're welcome. <laughs> he still got it.
1: <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll we'll think about this, and we'll have something to broadcast. Ooh. The next go around, next week, next week's episode, dun dun dun, dun dun dun, and we could come up with a realistic time frame and uh, dollars, what? and go from there. You, we got, call you, it... you got one for from the other end to no. the map? No, no, not, not this
0: good. kid. <laughs> That's good. That's the only reason Clay li- listens, though. Just hoping for something like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We're still figuring this all out, so. <laughs> You know, we've only been going thirty minutes. Tonight,
0: yeah. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. Feels like a lot longer. A lot longer. <laughs> a lot longer. No, I think they will. They'll go a lot more smooth when we have football to talk about. Oh, you know what I mean, dude. We're just winging have, it here. We're we're marinating ourselves for football season. That that's funny. what's going on right was now. It's funny. I
0: was telling Mary. So, I'm, I'm sure you saw that. Uh, Tennessee football put out a bunch of stuff on Instagram for the photo day I have not seen that actually it was uh, Thursday or Friday they put a bunch of stuff out and it was just like a lot of the guys in their uniforms you know taking pictures for the year and doing promos and stuff and I was like there, there were like five or six guys and I'm like hmm I don't know who that is I don't know who that is I don't know who that is So I told Mary I'm like man All these new guys I gotta learn their numbers You know Cause I don't Normally act I'm like Oh number two Okay Elante Taylor You know like it, You just You learn them But then at the beginning Of the season It's like wait So and so switch. I mean Elante Taylor Perfect example Switched numbers So he's number two now Instead of number six So so good. Yeah So <laughs> It's like You have to Kind of learn that stuff in the preseason, and then, you know, gear up. I just need to look at a, a roster and start memorizing I guess.
1: Yeah, but I don't have any idea. I know that uh, Quavarius Crouch is wearing now uh, Wilson's number, which has me super pumped. Ooh. But, uh, the 20, the 27's, seven? Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I don't, any of the other newcomers, I don't know what number they've been assigned. I didn't
0: hear that. Did he, specific, I, I assume he specifically picked that. Up. For a reason,
1: no, he did, and I think he even like asked Al Wilson.
0: Oh wow, I think yeah, wow. So hey, speaking of that, are you going to give Albert Ainsworth a kidney? Did you hear about that?
1: Yes, I did, and no. I have not signed up for that. no
0: Why not? Because he's uh, black,
1: like, you racist. I just figured my kidney would probably not uh, <laughs> would not do, not do that big man any good. It's not a liver. <laughs> Well, it's a kidney. He's a big man.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. Man, and you know, I I did hear that the the outpouring has actually been pretty significant. Like, there's a ton of people that have volunteered to see if their matches to give him a kidney. So, oh, good. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, he uh, gets the kidney he needs.
0: Yeah, and quits being such a jerk. Such an asswipe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, nobody deserves to die. I will say that. But also, quit being such a jerk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nobody just gets to be an ass for... He's, he's a raging asshole, I mean. Oh. Well, so, yeah. So, yeah, 100%. 100%. If, if the, again, like you said, but if, if it was another ex-UT football player that was... Not such an asshole. There would probably be even more people yeah. volunteer. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It's, you know, it's somebody that doesn't purposely, blatantly stomp on people's heads when they're laying on the ground. And yeah, all the other crap that he's done. Yeah, not good. But no, yeah. I hope he does uh, get a match. And
0: Ooh. Uh, so, next topic: relationship advice. Ready? Go. <laughs> so
1: this is an ongoing joke because, it is, uh, because it's so most funny. of you that probably uh, do listen to this know that I'm not uh, very good at relationships. I don't
0: think you're not very. No, that's good at no, relationships. not. That's probably not true. That's not true.
1: That's that, that's the running joke though. Yes,
0: yes. it is it's the running the, joke. Yes. All right. Well, anything else you want to talk about?
1: I mean, you'd mentioned the Open Championship. Oh yeah. I, mean, I don't. Did you I, watch it all today? Uh, I literally turned it on before you texted me that you wanted to talk about it because I was like, oh, well, I'm home and I'll at least right. maybe catch the last couple holes. Right. And it was uh, whoever, who won? Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry. I, it was him yeah. walking around, you know, they the trophy presentation. And I yeah. did see all that. So, uh, yeah, did not did not see a lick of the tournament, though. A couple you watched pretty,
0: it? yeah, I watched quite a bit of it. Um Okay, some some interesting storylines. So it's the first time that it has been in Northern Ireland in sixty-eight years, I think, because of mainly all the turmoil um, between Northern Ireland and Ireland, you know, in the what seventies, eighties. So the players like Rory and Graham McDowell. Um, Those guys that are actually from Northern Ireland uh, took a lot of pride in it. Now, Rory went out the first day and shot 80. (laughs) So he was plus 8. No, he shot 79, I'm sorry, because it was a par 71. So he shot plus 8 the first day.
1: So he teamed up with Tiger Tiger Woods?
0: (laughs) No, they were not. Uh, Tiger only shot plus seven, I think, the first day, so much much better. Um but he
1: I missed the cut by a long shot too, right?
0: No, both of them only missed by one shot.
1: Oh, so he did he I mean, he finally made or no, so, Tiger so... Tiger missed by
0: more than that. Tiger missed by more than that. He missed by three or four shots. And, and Laurie... the only reason
1: I know this is like I told you earlier I watch golf when Tiger is right. doing well, like a lot of people, and I'm right. not the only one. It's definitely a thing. If he's not in the hunt, I pay attention to him the first couple days, and then you know, if, if he would have been in it, I would have watched some of it yesterday, and I would have made an effort to watch most of it today. Right. Um, Which is how
0: but, most casual golf fans right, watch golf. Right.
1: I just It literally does not excite me at all. I don't know why there's such... Uh, a, a big difference when he's all out there I, I don't know but I just it's it's, it, it's, it's well a huge I mean difference. that's
0: uh yeah it's the it factor that that tiger has that he always draws people in like that and and if you look at the numbers look at the TV numbers it is significant drop off when tiger is not playing the weekend really yeah oh it's yeah it's crazy different now this even though Shane Lowry ended up winning by six shots today it was still and he's
1: local too right like he's, he's from, from Ireland, Ireland. Yeah.
0: yeah so it's it's intriguing it was intriguing there were storylines but um oh man he got kicked below the belt uh, so what
1: Fleetwood was quite a few strokes behind
0: well he was so it was like funny all day? I text I text Chad yesterday so yesterday Shane Lowry shot eight under wow just yesterday, which nobody else was doing on the course. Now, it was definitely a better day yesterday as far as the weather goes. It was actually sunny, and I don't think I've ever seen the sunshine at an open championship like that.
1: Yeah, it's usually cloudy and well rainy. Right? So that's
0: what happened today. So today they had almost thirty mile an hour winds and rain, and it was insane, and nobody could do anything. But I told Chad yesterday, so Fleetwood started the day yesterday one shot back. He went out and shot sixty-six, five under par and was four shots back at the end of the round. Wow. <laughs> that's how that's how incredible what Lowry did was. That Fleetwood had a five under day and left three shots behind where he was. Oops so man yeah so and then today even I mean Chad texted me back and said today that uh, for Lowry to come out he shot plus one today and one by six shots like that's how bad the weather was really was that everybody was just I mean Ricky Fowler opening tee shot boom out of bounds takes a double bogey in the first hole uh, JB Holmes today who was in the next to last group he was in the final group with Lowry yesterday JB Holmes shot 87 today he was plus 16 he started the day wow. started the day at negative at 10 under par finished at plus six. <laughs> That's insane. That's a rough day. That's a rough day. Wow. <laughs> crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, Rory. It, it, it was actually pretty incredible. So, Rory, the first day, I said, shot eight over. The next day he came out, so he shot he shot seventy nine the first day. He shot sixty the second day or 65 the second day so 14 shots yeah, 14 difference shots and missed the cut by one Bam. he needed a birdie on 18 to make the cut basically so that it was kind of fun to watch I mean to watch the last few holes and see if he would actually see if he would you know it. get it done uh, Tiger Tiger The big question with Tiger was the first day, the very first tee shot he hit, he winced. And you could see it. As soon as he hit it, they focused on his face and he just grimaced. So he tweaked tweaked uh, something on the back? Well, and then, so there were a lot of reports that people said they'd be shocked if he even teed off on Friday. Because he was like limping around the hotel. And so... um, But then Friday he came out and he shot like two under and was moving around and hitting the ball fine. So So he he must have got play good Saturday too. Well, he didn't play Saturday because oh he he didn't make the cut. That's right, that's right, right. he didn't make the cut. So, Uh, but he he said after his round Friday he said, you know, basically this is the this is the new norm. You know, my body is older. I am, you know, I've had. X amount of surgeries you know a thousand different surgeries and I'm basically in a maintenance type mode you know like I have to do what's best. And, and so he was actually supposed to play next week at the world golf championship and he just said I just can't do it I need to rest I need to get my body back I need you know and I applaud him for it I mean it's you know he it, it's different than Tiger would have been in the past where he was just balls to the wall, like I'm playing and I don't care how bad I play and I'm gonna just throw my body out there. He's he's legitimately in a um in in basically a body management type phase. Yeah. And it it's good. I mean I like, you know, I mean the Masters, perfect example this year, like it's fun to watch him play again. Yeah. And when he doesn't have it, he's he's not chunking shots and stuff. He's just – it's just not on, you know. So, I don't know. It just – to me, it, it feels a lot better to have him in there, you know, seven, eight tournaments out of the year than not having him for two years. Oh, absolutely. Because he's undergoing a back surgery or something. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And like you said, it's the it's the draw of having him in there. And there is a significant difference in viewership when, when he's in there. So, anyways. That's my thoughts on the Open. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're good.
1: Good for another one.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, get closer
1: and closer to football. And oh, we're going to we gear need. these things up a little bit. Can't wait. I think we need to... Uh, I don't know. If Sunday night's a good night to do it. I'm usually I'm pretty beat from the weekends. I like that first one, the Friday night. Or we can do that. A little bit more fired up. A little bit earlier.
0: Yeah. We can do that.
1: Um. Or no, the first one's on a Wednesday. Yes. Which, which I'm which I'm good with too. Yeah. Not you. No. Okay. You're good with it. Didn't you just listen? Someone is not. Didn't you just listen? Yeah. Yes weight loss challenge it is yeah alright alright guys thanks for tuning in this is this is this Craig signing off and I'm that Craig yeah. we're signing off signing off see you see you